Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to the Book of Boba Fett recap from Star Wars Sessions. Yes, we are the place for you to get your Fett and you better believe we're on hand with your Shand as well. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of our replacement ship, the Slave 2, is the greatest Star Wars fan, oh. fan and buddy out there. It's Master Bly Walker, Luke Bly. How are you, sir? Oi oi savaloi bom 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 Oh mate Do you know what last week obviously I recorded from the old hospital hospital and I had my own little room to record and that was hospital and this week I'm back home love being home oh my days it was like you know for for new listeners Matty Boy and I were so nostalgic over the fact that Mandalorian Season 2, we would get up early in the morning, have a hot drink, watch Mando. It, during the winter, there was something magical about it. Dude, this morning was just like that. Yeah? What time this did you get morning, up to watch it? it I, got, I watched it at 8, mate. Same. I got up and watched it at 8. I didn't press play at 8 oh. just because I had to play around with some boring medicine stuff. Oh. But, you know, it was it weren't long after. Um, oh, my word, mate. What what a ride. It's fun, isn't it, man? I'm getting... We, we spoke about this off air yesterday. We're getting used to the Wednesday now. It breaks up the week. It leads into the weekend. And, of course, we have our main episodes, which we do anyway. So it's quite a nice little way to... Um, to divide up segments yeah. of the week which is quite nice and you know it's it's hump day so we're, we're leading into the weekend now so it, as long as it, the episodes are good it's a nice way to lead in yeah uh, exactly it, it felt i think i messaged you and i was like okay i think i still prefer the friday release mm-hmm. slot but there was something really nice about knowing oh you know it's monday but then going oh but book boba fett in like you know two days two days and yeah. and it's at the beginning of the two like you know, it's in the morning so by tuesday you know you're like oh it's only a few hours away yep you know it's like book about for eve yes oh eve beef we're, we're gonna get up early to watch it because like i imagine a lot of you guys who, who are listening have hopefully already seen the episode i imagine you guys got up very early to watch the episode and once again before we dive into any kind of thoughts we must stress this is a spoiler review for the book of Boba Fett chapter 2. If you haven't seen it, thank you for listening. But a sec, I would switch off now and come back once you've seen the episode. Because we are going to uh, be going into plot details and everything that happens within it. Um, yeah. Are you happy, Luke, that we've satisfied the spoiler requirements? Uh, we, we have done the spoiler requirements, right? Come on, we're going to be diving into this filth head first, mate. Yes. Um book of boba fett chapter two what is the crazy title for this chapter this week matty boy this week chapter two the tribes of tatooine the tribes of tatooine yeah man we got some alliteration kind of going on there directed by steph green this time a newcomer to the star wars world she's done uh the bates motel watchman luke cage previously so it's a dab hand at um streaming series and episodes so um 
the tribes of Tatooine, mate. Every episode, we always go up top with our top-level thoughts on the episode, and then we'll dive into uh, expand upon that. So, Lukey boy, tribes of Tatooine, what are you thinking? Right, okay, my initial thoughts were like, oh, man, it's longer. Yes. Like when I loaded it up, I was expecting, oh, yeah, 30 to Same. 40 minutes. What was it, 50, like, four it's minutes 52 minutes, and the episode itself mm. ran for 48 yeah that's a big wicked. boy I, yeah it is a big boy and you see why i think and once again it's nice that there's no set rules that's the beauty of streaming mm-hmm. you know we always used to say that about mandalorian um and mate uh, i'll be honest top level i really liked this episode <laughs> but i really come in with the fire I really, really liked this episode. Again, I don't think it's perfect, like with uh, with like with most things. I don't think it's perfect. It has a couple things that I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I'll do that different. Maybe I'll change mm-hmm. that. But generally speaking, I really like this episode, and I think, I think, Matty boy, I preferred it to last week's episode. Yeah. And I liked last week's episode. You know, as as per. Uh, well, yeah, last week's episode, I gave it a seven point five out of ten. So. At the end of this show, I'm looking forward to giving you my score, mate. Yeah. What about yourself? Yep. What did What did you think of this episode? Top level, your filth bag. Uh, first thoughts were, bruh, come on, <laughs> come on. I mean, this is, this is great stuff. This is, this is great. <laughs> and I mean it as well. I don't mean to come across as that Star Wars fan who just hoovers up all the Star Wars content and is blind. I know. But I, know. I was watching us like. This is great. This is not what I thought. And I said this last week. I don't want to harp on about the same old stuff, but this is not what I thought the show was necessarily going to be. Like you said, there's a different kind of structure because it's streaming and they can get away with it. This is going in or showing uh, things which I wasn't didn't think they were going to or certainly to this extent. But not even that, just like the real the present day stuff. I was like, this is, this is great. This is far more interesting to yeah. me. My top level thoughts... Uh, and my end-level thoughts, what we're getting so far is way more interesting than just some silent bounty hunter taking jobs. This is far more interesting than having um, some chrome dome who doesn't speak and just nods. That you know, this is this development we're getting. The character is getting fleshed out more. I'm I'm here for it, mate. Again, we're only two chapters in. The next five could be awful, but. I, I preferred this episode as well, my friend, and I was um, you did more up on chapter one than seemingly most people now that I've gone back, or we've both gone back and read the reviews as per our main episode. But, mate, big fan of this episode. I yeah. hope this train continues. Yeah. Oh, train. Oh, oh. 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 train. I think we got tweeted, like, only a few minutes ago. No. By, was it Mancalorian or something? Mm. Was it Adrian? It might have been Adrian. I think it was Adrian. Adrian tweeted us saying, oh, yeah, this whole spice train thing was quite prophetic, really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, we've yeah. Been, for years, we've been going, yeah, welcome all aboard the spice train, literally, Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 2, an actual spice I've train. I've got that on my notes right here. Here's me clicking the mouse. This right. makes it an actual spice train. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's an actual spice train. We are canon. Mate, it is canon. It's that's it. We John actually and Dave love it. I mean, this is it now. That's <laughs> I know we've said it before, but this is peak Star Wars sessions. That's it. It's downhill Ooh, from here, guys. It is. Clock out. Clock <laughs> out. The rest of our the rest of our stuff. We're joking. Rubbish. Please please stay around. Yeah, please, uh, please no, keep, man. Keep us in your heart. I I thought this episode was it's one of those episodes where you're like 
mate, I think Star Wars fans <laughs> love this. I hope you so. Know, you know, Star Wars is, I, I mentioned this in the main show, I think this week, how Star Wars is, it's, it is, it is weird, isn't it? <laughs> it, it, it Sometimes just so it's best when it's weird as well. I, I agree. It just so happens to be popular, but it is very odd. It's a really odd thing. Like when you think about it, when you strip it down, if you were to show someone who's ne- who's never like not aware of popular culture, never watched Star Wars before, like has no- has no idea what's going on. If you were to show them this stuff, they would be like, "What? Is what? This? Like what? What? What is this? And why are you freaking out? You know?" But <laughs> what there's, do you care about I don't know. There's a lot to freak out about, I think, in this episode. There's a lot to love. And it's not just fan servicey. It is, it is, and it isn't, but it's like, we're getting so much, so many more details. And bro, I'm, I'm, I'm loving that this is all on Tatooine. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that or agree with that, but no. I'm with you. I hope it Stays on Tatooine. Me too. I assume. We assume that Fett stayed on Tatooine. We know he's got Slave One stashed away somewhere, or it's we well, don't know where it is, but it's on Tatooine. You imagine? I hope it's yeah. based on there, man. Yeah, I, I think, I think he will. I don't see why he would l- need to leave, but because right now the story is so clear. I, this is where I think the 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 title is so good. Remind me of the title again. The it's Tribes the tri- of Tatooine. That's right. Tribes of Tatooine. I thought it was. Tribes of Tatooine. We have seen in this episode, I think we've seen the the, the bulk of what is going to be Boba and Fennec's enemies or rivals Mm -hmm. in this series, right? So you've got the mayor and the the, uh, high official uh, court of, of Mos Espa at the moment, that being, of course, the mayor's office. You've got you know the elephant in the room the 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 huts which i'm sure we're going to those boys yeah well girl and girl yeah, and sorry, yeah. boy lass and la- lass the and twins lads. sorry i couldn't differentiate which, at the time <laughs> which you know shelve just for a moment yes contain sir. yourselves people put them back contain- on the litter contain yourselves right hold that excitement because i know we're all going mental uh that yes you know we are right pause hold that thought and then we've got the biker gang and yes. then you've got the pike syndicate yep who are obviously active on tatooine Etuine. so another crime syndicate so that's kind of four already that's four enemies alone five if you include boba and fennec uh, right? and there's more as well there's one more who turned up with the huts who i'll mention now but go go into later on when i was watching it the the big fierce dirty mean looking Wookiee is Black Kursantan from no, the comics. That's not actually him, is it? It's actually him, a hundred percent him. That's He's in. not actually him, is it? it? That's him. So there's another another. Um, I wondered that baddie. I, ch- I I looked at it. I watched. It, I was like, it's, firstly, when as soon as I saw, it, I was like, right, it's clearly. If it's not, why why make someone who looks exactly the same? And then when the episode finished. I quickly checked onto Wikipedia, checked out like the uh, the like the armor things oh, on his shoulders is. and that. I was like, "Damn, it's hundred percent it, is him." So I mean, I've not even, dude. Like, I mean, I was talking to Matt like a second ago, and when I say I just finished this episode, like I just finished this episode, 
like I, and then jumped on recording like we are doing this early i've had a and, i've had an hour or so or, or two to um to sit with it and again digest, digest, digest. it like luke hasn't had the chance to i assume i haven't listeners know i haven't looked at the reviews again i don't know what fans think no. i hope what luke said earlier on rings true that star wars fans like what they've seen because a lot didn't like the first one and i saw lots of people especially on youtube crying about you know boba he's not this isn't boba fett like, you're only one chapter in he's he's like he's half he's dead almost give him a break this one yeah. hopefully <laughs> will give them more of what they want but this well, we ran it about that on this we ran it about that on this week's uh main show i suppose didn't we? <laughs> we did we, we yeah. aired our grievances there but this episode yeah. it does what we thought it would do and it expands a little bit more about the present day and obviously the flashback. So how? So where is Fett now and how did he get to, to be there? Um, and I think it was very, very successful in doing it. I, and in terms of going through it, I liked the opening. I liked, again, Jabba's Palace, Tatooine, we've seen it so many times, but I always enjoy seeing it. And the they really reestablish the scale of that place again with the classic uh, shot of the door opening. And you see like tiny oh. Fennec and the assassin. Oh, that's gorgeous. Really, that is really beautiful. Um, the, so, the first, so the first shot the sequence is pretty much a, what we thought it was going to be. They've got the assassin who is um, an order of the night wind. Who Fennec was like, yeah, they're overpriced. Don't worry about it. You're just paying for the name. She's taking no prisoners. Um, but he's, he's a silent prisoner. They tried to interrogate him. The, the droid, I think it's 8D8. It's like, he's not going to talk. That's just what they do. And Fennec finally gets her way. And she's like, right, just send him to the Rancor. I really like that. And Boba, did, Bo, I think Boba's just like, yeah, we'll let her have her fun. In you go. I enjoyed that. Right. I just want to go back to the black cur, cur, cran, cursantan. Cursantan. Is that in it? Huh? Cursantan. 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 <laughs> it is spelled K-R-R. Santan, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because I have read, I've read the, uh, I've read the Doctor Afra stuff, yes. and I yep. have read the Vader stuff, especially earlier issues. I got a message from my brother actually only a few weeks ago saying, "Dude, have you got this issue of Vader?" And I think it's the first issue of Darth Vader where Doctor Afra appears. Yeah. You know that's going for crazy money on eBay. Yeah, man. Like like crazy money we're talking like over a hundred quid keep it safe i was like i was like I, I i'm pretty sure i do have that so i'm gonna need to check that after this episode now <laughs> because i've just i've just been reminded about it but <laughs> this okay so hang on let's get this straight because you've pretty much just dropped a bomb there that i didn't realize i don't know if our listeners would have realized maybe they did by now or they've seen it online or whatever or maybe you have just dropped a revelation for whoever's listening Black anyway Chris this, this 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 wookie go on yeah explain matt who who is this wookie he, and why because uh, he's in the canon why is this kind of a big deal well because black curse and tan is a disgraced wookie who was uh who left uh kashik having disgraced the wookies became a bounty hunter via means of becoming like a gladiator along the way he's in the comics mainly he's uh he's worked yeah. for jabba the hut which would explain his connection to the huts in this episode so he worked an awful lot for jabba the hut uh, obi-wan kenobi <laughs> threw him off a cliff after a fight, which was quite fun. He <laughs> he worked briefly with Boba Fett, which is interesting. Again, we've seen that some we've seen that 
uh, certain things they might change. They may change that so we never saw him, but I think in like what, a few panels of the comic, he's standing next to Boba Fett, which may explain why they kind of have that look between them, like, here we go, you and me, finally, type look in the episode well uh, that is in the vader comic isn't it because i yes. remember that boba and off to go and this... find luke skywalker and yeah. kirsten tans off to get someone else because so this was there. when i was up to date with the comics now he, you know now he relies on me and like i say, rely on that he has I longed it off alliances with dr afra now i'm not saying she's going to show up because i don't know where she is in the timeline at the minute but so she's so Black Kirsten Tan has been around the block a bit, and he's he's met our main heroes. He had a fight with Chewie, beat Chewie, in fact. Um, so he's a he's a bad dude. He's he's got like brass knuckles or something like metal knuckles. He is a proper bad daddy, and you do not want to fight this guy. So um, it's just another example for those who, like in, in this case, including Luke, who have read the comics and that of the creators thinking rather than creating a new character. We've already got one who fits the bill, so let's let's bring him in, and at the same time, you know, make a lot of people happy with something so very small. And if you don't know who he is, I hope within the next six episodes they're going to show what a complete boss this dude is, what a warrior, and then he'll have a whole legion of new fans. So uh, I like it. You know me, I love my canon, and I spend far too much time poring over it. And it's little things like this where it makes it all worthwhile. That you know they're 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 dipping into the hard work of the people who created this character and also those who have given time and money into you know supporting the work so yeah. i was quite pleased to see it but also at the same time it doesn't feel like oh let's just do it you know this this dude is a beast who makes sense to be in this world we're talking bounty hunters plus his links with the huts and all that it makes sense if you're going to bring someone yeah. in this dude yeah. will be the one it does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. And yeah, like you said, it's clever. And once again, you know, it's a win for you canon heads. You know, you canon sick it. heads who take it all. You know, it's, it's a I win. Have to, I have to read to everything that. because Luke yep. rings me up every week. He's like, right, canon update. Give it to me. I have to give a him can- every single thing, book, every book, pamphlet, brochure, comic. High Republic. Everything. High Republic, everything, YouTube, kids season. Yep, a series. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, come on, mate. Look, just give me the lowdown. Give me the lowdown. Um, Whilst he's being right. carried around Bazardon on his litter. Well, okay. That kind of, should we talk about, should we talk about the huts? Should we talk about, because we're doing, this is a mess, but like, I, I loved, I loved the Moss Esper stuff this week. And I loved oh, it last week, but the Moss Esper stuff this week, going to see the mayor, like, mate. Mate, I loved it. I loved it. I'm here for it. It's just before that. Stand- just, just wanted go to on, mention just on that on. after that final first sequence before we get rid of it. Mm. When mm. they chuck the the assassin in the rancor pit and he cries, "Oh, oh he's the mayor sent me." That's it. We find out that there's no rancor under there. And firstly, it's a practical joke by Fennec, or a queen. But secondly, there's nothing under there anymore that we know of, at least. So mm. we will. I know there was speculation about when Fennec said. He'd feed you to his menagerie. You know, what else could be under there? In terms of the Rancor pit, there's nothing in there. So that uh, naughty Rancor from the Bad Batch, who I can't remember his name, he isn't in there either. So um, I found yeah, that to be quite not, interesting. Not not Patissa. Yeah, not Patissa. No. Patissa is the OG. He's, he's our, he is the proper beefy Rancor. He's the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. of Rancors. But yeah, so yes. there's nothing under there. And then, yeah, they, then they go to Mos Espa. Sorry, sir. Carry on. 
Well, no, that's it. I uh, know that's a good shout. Again, there's so much in this episode that it's like, oh man, these little details. I've only seen it the once. Whereas, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it again, like soon after this recap, because there, there's just a <laughs> lot of lo- wicked geeky details in this. Um, yeah. Okay. So he's he's about town. The mayor is standoffish. The mayor's been a mug, um, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I did think at times the audio was hard to understand mm-hmm. from the Athorian, from the mayor. Like the... <laughs> yeah, it's like the Carlo Ren helmet you- has gone wrong. But knowing you, you probably had the subtitles. I on, had the right? subtitles on, mate, right. so I, which helped me later on in the episode, which I'm going to mention as well. But um, oh, okay. yeah, Robert Rodriguez voices the Ithorian as well, which is pretty cool. But uh, oh, that's yeah, dope. It, well, I, th- I I thought the the, uh, the use of the practical Ithorian mixed with digital, I think, looked boss. I think that looked really oh, looked- good. But yeah, the audio was a bit. It wasn't hard to understand. I know what you mean, but because I had the subtitles on, it did help. But it is, I guess. On the other side, it's just at least you know there's a there's a species who communicates differently. Oh, uh, I I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea. I mean, like the actual audio mixing. Yeah, was, no, I know what you mean. It was like I would have just I would, I would have just tweaked it slightly, so it would have been a bit more a bit more um, palatable to, yeah. to, to, to to the to the ears to the ear holes. Mayor Mokshayes, <laughs> next week, speak up, mate. Um, yeah. Before that, you yeah. get some classic. I'm going to call it classic Favreau Filoni humor, where mm. um, when Fett walks in, he's like, "I'm here to see the mayor," and the guy's like, uh, "If you've got an appointment, uh, you're not on the skit. I don't think you've got an appointment." That feels kind of like slapsticky, not slapstick. That's the wrong word, but um, I kind of like kind of humor it. which permeated the Mando, which I which I was here for. It's like yeah. daft humor. Um, and then the major but it works, I think, in Star Wars very well. You know, when we, especially when you think back to that original trilogy, some of the bants in there. Yeah, I I think it translates really well. Like you said, I think that is a Floney Favreau thing. So yeah, continue, sir. No, no, that that was it. I just thought that that was fun. Didn't overstay its welcome. But yeah, we get to the the mayor, uh, the Ithorian. Um, they take the they take the assassin in. They're like, why did you send this goon? to kill me and he's like well i didn't and then and then the guard shoots the assassin and they're like well this guy is not allowed to operate outside of hut space um and he's like listen bro i'll give you some advice running a family is more complicated than bounty hunting why don't you go to the sanctuary i was like that i like the fact that the, the mayor isn't clearly is clearly not scared of boba fett and or fennec shand probably because he's got his assassin guards with him but right. the mayor i think we're going to see more of the mayor as the show goes on um, I don't know how much, but I think he's gonna he's gonna come back a few more times because he had a presence, not an intimidating presence, but the fact that he was quite willing to just straight up disrespect Boba, the the new Daimyo, to his face. Uh, obviously, he had the information of the huts in, were in town, but the mayor's not scared, bro. But yeah, you know, I, I liked that scene. It was uh yeah, it it kind of t- it ended last week's mystery of who are these assassins. We found out who they are. We do or do not know who sent them. What did the hut send them? Did somebody else send them? But um, it's, it just gives the mayor. For me, it sent the mayor up as a, you know, he's a bit of a boss as well. I, I don't think he's scared of Boba. Boba. Yeah, he's capable. Yeah, he's capable. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's not scared of Boba. That's the point. Is a lot of these guys are like, bro, come on, you're not a crime lord. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're you're you can you you can bounty hunt, but you can't like you can't do politics. Yeah, you know. 
And there's a big difference. And again, it's challenging this character, this, this kind of cowboy character of a man with no name, you know, a masked guy who just gets stuff done for a job. Um, and one, he's been let down. He's been let down all his life and he's now trying to make a change, but he's finding this change really difficult. And that's what this story seems to be at the moment. And I'm here for it, mate. I am here for it. Um, then he, they go to the bar, the right? Sanctuary. And they're like, look, what's going on here? There, the sanctuary. And then it, before you know it, they're like, well, you know, the, the, haven't you heard the twins are here or something yeah. like that? And then you just hear the drums, boom. mate, boom, yeah. mate, the boom, boom. Boom. And they go outside. And when I saw, when I saw there were like part of me knew. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in the back of my head, I was like, I know what's going to happen. It was yeah. like Luke Skywalker at the end of Mando season two. I was like, <laughs> no, you know, no, this is, nah. is it now? Now is this it? And cause I swear we, we have said previously, will a hut turn up? Mm hmm. We're right. We kind of we did say that I think yes, previously did, on the yeah. main show. Or yeah, but anyway. So we're not just one hut. Twins again. <laughs> it's like how? Like what? A great take. What a great take to make it not Jabber two point but it's just it's a small change up because we know the huts. We know there are loads of huts around Hutty's space. So in this part of the galaxy, so there's a few of those and, you know, Clone Wars looked at that a lot. And it's like to bring that into Book of Boba Fett, you've got these twins being carried down or what do they say in the, in Book of Boba Fett? They don't say carry, they say, um, um, paraded. Parade. Is it paraded? Paraded on their litter. Litter. Yeah, that's right. And man, I don't know, to, to just see those, those, those thick, Boy, well, thick boy and girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just being paraded down the street. There's all these people around. There's all these droids around. There's just so much eye candy. And then there's this exchange between them. And you're like, you're sitting there, you're watching this and you go, I couldn't help but like, like put my fist in the air and go, oh, my days. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was like, I was it was like I was watching a football match. I, I did that like, at the end, uh, later on in the episode as well. What did you do? It? Oh, well, I'll, 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 I'll save that. Here, okay. Here's the anticipation. It's not actually okay. that great, but, but man, so you all liked, right. so, uh, right. so you were, you were a fan of when the, the huts arrived. That was my favorite bit. I think that, that nice. whole exchange, that whole build up to that too. So everything from like the mayor's office all the way to that. Oh man, I thought it was just, it, it, it felt, to me like just so ridiculously star wars so ridiculously star wars and again you know boba has got some serious competition like these guys they're not scared of him like you said so we no. got a mayor who's not scared of him we got these huts who ain't scared of him <laughs> you know what's going on what what's punk. going on right yeah yeah what did you think of the whole exchange, anyway, between Boba and uh, the 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 huts, the the twins, the huts, the uh, the thick boy and girl? My one of my favourite exchanges is before when we get to see our girl Garza Whip again, and Fett's like, "What's wrong with you? You're sweating like a gumpter on Mustafar." Like, oh yes, when they, when they chuck in these kind of odd creatures and locations together, 
Um, that was fun. But um, wonderful. Yeah. The huts are paraded, but those those poor guys having to carry them around, man. They did you they, see one nearly shakes, like one nearly falls to the ground while the he's front, doing it. Really struggling yeah. to do it. Um, yeah, I like to see. No, yeah, listen. I think we needed to see the huts. We had to see the huts somewhere. Their boy, I know it's a few years later, but their boy Jabba's been killed, murdered by yeah. the hut slayer Leia. Um, you, you could argue what took them so long. Maybe they've been there all along. Who knows? Uh, Boba's been off the beaten track. That's the exciting thing. They've come. And they're laying claim. They like they've got a tablet with some information, and like this is ours. We we this is our territory now. So step aside. And Boba's standing his ground. He ain't scared of them, but they're certainly not scared of him. I liked seeing the huts. I think it was great. And like you say, seeing two of them was. Uh, I think that added something fun and new. It wasn't ju- like you say. It wasn't just a straight up clone of Jabba. Thank God it wasn't Zero the Huts Truman Capote. Oh my Hutt, word! Um, that guy. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good just to see more variations of this species. Um, not going to lie, I thought they looked quite janky. But I'm glad that they didn't move, though. I'm glad that they were on the litter because you, I don't you know. Thought, you 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 thought the CG was a bit rough. I wasn't sure. I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I, I, oh, I, I thought we, they looked We were okay. spoiled back in 1983 by having that practical jabber. And that's the thing is we were spoiled nearly 40 years ago, and I know it'd probably be very expensive to. Uh, and probably impractical to have two practical huts, but uh, there was. Uh, I liked the look of them. I liked them visually, and I liked how they uh, communicated. And I like they're kind of like facial tattoos and um, signifiers. But there was something I wasn't a hundred percent sure about how they were they were realised. But I liked seeing mm. them again. My biggest fear, though, is if we do see them again, how do how how are they going to move? Because remember in the Phantom Menace when we saw Jabba kind of like slugging his way up to the front of the podium to start the fact of pod race, uh, and in obviously the special editions, it always it never looks right to see them move. It all, they always seem to be best when they're stationary. So I I don't think we're going to see them move much. No, I don't I mean, think you need to. I think they'll be on like teleport. I think they'll be on like a teleporter or something. Yeah, that would work for me. But like, uh, did I think so? Did I think they looked a little bit off? Yes. Was I was I pleased okay. to see them though? Yes, very much because it's just bringing back what we know, but in the right way. This is this is Tatooine. This is Mos Vespa. This is Jabba's territory, Hut territory. W- uh, should there be huts there? Absolutely, yes. Right, I liked it. Right. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it, big time. I thought they looked okay. Mm-hmm. I thought they looked okay. I thought they looked pretty good, and I was looking out for imperfections or oh, talking of graphics and cg and whatnot and i suppose this kind of segues us into the tuscan kind of uh throwback again the dr- the dreams uh once boba's back home um i did think <laughs> that there were a few scenes and then maybe it's because I'm looking out for them. Again, as per our main show this week, we got a bit of feedback. Uh, Emily Bonner, Matilda Backlund mentioned um, that some of the scenes on the desert didn't quite look right. And I noticed that more this week, just in a, in a few scenes. And I'm yes. like, yeah, you can tell some of the desert here doesn't look as polished, um, which is weird because because I, I I do think the Mandalorian CG graphics and effects in general are maybe that's a wee bit more polished. Yep, that's my that's my impression at the moment. I know again, I know we're only two episodes in, but I do feel like that. I don't know if um, 
it has something to do with uh, um, Rodriguez being more, what's his name? Robert Rodriguez, isn't it? Robert Rodriguez, yes. Yeah. Yeah, maybe because he's more involved in it and he's only had a certain amount of experience with the volume or because I know he is, it is his show with John and Dave's show. So yeah. John and Dave might be busier doing Mando season three, Ahsoka, and they are, of course, involved in Book of Boba Fett. And I mean, John wrote it, but yeah, anyway, that's something that I've noticed is that there is a, there is a wee bit of a difference. But it doesn't take away from the story. It doesn't take away from the show for me. I'm still really, really enjoying this. But I just wanted to mention, while we're kind of on the CG effects and graphics chat, I thought that was maybe worth mentioning. Yeah, I, do you know what? Again, I just I was in, so I didn't notice it. But I am going right. to watch it, the episode yeah. again afterwards because it's funny because I went into the episode with the express idea that right, I'm going to look for these volume issues certainly when it comes to any desert scenes we get but by the time we're in it i was just so invested i just didn't i mean we're talking yeah we're talking may boy about seconds worth of frame yeah seconds do you know what i mean it's like and for the most part this works so well you know we're not talking about prequels we're not talking about phantom menace windows 1998 screensaver or windows xp screensaver stuff here like this it is it, it really is just very well, um, <clears throat> you know, for the most part, very well executed. Yeah, you knew. It was ready. You knew that was coming. Get the coffee in. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have a drink, cheeky. Yeah, I, I like the volume, and I, I'm not going to go into it again too much, but I think the volume is a wonderful bit of tech, and I mentioned on the main show that as the year, uh, well, uh, every series we get, or season even, uh, that rhymes, the the technology is going to nope. get better and better and better. It'll, it'll always be that element of, I can see the volume somewhere. Same with CGI, even in the best CGI. I feel like for me, Rogue One has got some of the best CGI going. But um, yeah, there, even in that, at times, I'm sure you can be like, mm, I can see where something, that, like the, where the wind should be blowing. It doesn't quite blow at the same angle. If you really dissect, you probably find it. But mm. I think the volume is a wonderful tool. And I haven't noticed it in this episode. And I'm quite annoyed because I went in with the express idea of, of looking. But when I rewatch it, I'm going to try and find them. But yeah, like you, I think if it's like small moments, then it doesn't bother me whatsoever. I, the amount of films that I watch where the CGI is abysmal, like a borrow yeah. to the point where it does take you out, then, you know, a, a, a problem with the lighting or maybe an obvious kind of screen behind you once or twice, whatever. Well, I even and- saw, I finally got to see Spider-Man the other day. Spider-Man. And there is, there is some ropey CG in that man. Like that lizard guy... Oh, the lizard, yeah, Kurt Connors. Yeah. Oh my days! That looks horrible. That looks horrendous. I think he looked better. It really, than Amazing does. Spider-Man, which was twenty twelve, maybe. But uh, yeah. But yeah. I don't want anyone to come at me there. But um, no, I don't want anyone to come at me. Uh, you know, but it, I mean, it's not just it's not just uh, Spider-Man, but like uh, even a few other films I've watched recently, and you're like, man, that is some oh, ropey. I've seen some. That is some ropey work. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it comes down to budget. Uh, a lot mm. of it does. I've seen films that ILM have worked on, which have a small budget. There's a film called Life with, uh, might be Ryan Reynolds and some other people, set in space. Not bad. CGI, horrific. But it's done by ILM, but the budget just obviously isn't uh, similar to what you'd get on a Star Wars or a Marvel film or something right. comparable. So it doesn't look great. So I think it does, even the best 
um, animators in the world or computer generated artists in the world. You, they, you need, I'll give them the bunts to do the work, but I think for the most part, the volume stands up and I think it's going to be a fabulous addition to, to feel cinema or t- certainly streaming going forward. Um, but with the Tuscans, I guess from then on, this is the, the, the entirety of the episode. I believe yeah, it is the entirety of the episode is now the flashback, which yeah. And I wonder what people think about kind of the odd structure where it kind of, you've got the fact you have that really good standoff. You have a really tense standoff between Hutt, Kirsten Tam, Fett and Shand. Really great standoff. I love that moment. And then, you know, they're like bloodshed's bad, bloodshed's bad for business. Sleep lightly, bounty hunter. So they're coming back. And then Fennec what drops a, a bomb when she's like, "What a line. kill the huts without permission. No idea where that's going, but that's, that was interesting. And then we just, it kind of seizes into, we see that, that, almost, that kind of infamous shot now of the camera panning towards the, zooming towards the, um, back to pod and they go straight to the flashback. So it's very, very strange structurally how they, di- how they do that without any kind of warning, but yeah, man, the rest of the episode, which is what? Probably the final 35 minutes, maybe. I, that might be over the top, but I think it's about 35 mm. minutes. It's flashbacks. Mm. So I last week, I said how much I enjoyed the flashbacks. I really liked them fleshing out the character. I didn't have a problem with them. This week, I also didn't have a problem. I loved everything in these flashbacks. But you, my man. So we're getting into it now. Firstly, the fact right. that the second half, well, two-thirds of the episode was flashbacks. Does that at all did that hinder your enjoyment did you enjoy them more it, this time or did you find it odd that they keep using so much show time for these it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it's it's i feel i do feel quite split on this right um because i really do enjoy these flashbacks and i, I understand why we're getting them and again this flashback was was it was it was fantastic it was really good. And you're seeing Boba uh, effectively being accepted into the tribe. We see the train heist. We see him training the Tuscans. We see, uh, you know, what is going to be, I'm sure, a, a classic gif or meme <laughs> in Star Wars fandom. You know, it's like riding a Bentha. Oh, mate. <laughs> and then him I mean, bouncing up and down on his speeder. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was some, and I thought I noticed it more in the flashback, there was some hammy acting in it from Tam. <laughs> yeah. I thought he, he is was, a hammy actor. He's a very much a st- thespian stage actor. Yeah. In yeah. And I thought that came across more in this episode. Again, I think we can just about get away with it, but I did notice that there were times I was like, Ooh, I don't know. Uh, you know, but again i'm i'm here for it i'm enjoying it you know and it's boba fett he is boba fett so there we go um i really like the flashback but then i can't out while i'm watching the flashback and i'm enjoying it i'm thinking i do prefer the mos Espa stuff i do oh, prefer that boy. i prefer the gang stuff and i kind of want to get back to that mm-hmm. you know for next week what i'm really going to be anticipating for next week is the Mos Espa stuff is yep. the gang warfare, is the territory th- th- things. And another thing we are thinking about, tribes of Tatooine, you know, we're seeing the Tuscans. And even even there's that moment, there's that moment in the tent, you know, about the 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 chief, who I assume is the chief, is saying there's even different tribes of Tuscans. Now yeah. their outfits makes make that uh, abundantly clear. It's very apparent that that's the case. 
just with their outfits they look different and we've kind of we've kind of gone in knowing that because of the first episode right the fashion's different okay well this is obviously a different tribe but i liked that they specifically said that in this episode uh i think for the most part the flashback worked very well it was exciting learned loads more about boba train heist was great droids uh you know there's a lot to love in this there's a lot oh and um toshi station yeah, yep, yeah, that, that way. Yeah, was, they went. Well, they went. Was it? They went there. I don't know if they went to Toshi Station. They might have done. I don't know if that was. Um, it might have been. I'm going to have a little look. It might as well have been. Because uh, right, where it is Toshi Station? Yes, it is Toshi Station because that is the. Uh, and I thought when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, hang on, is that Toshi Station?" Yeah, and it is. because those guys are from um the deleted scene that's in a right. new hope aren't they it's the cammy the, and fixer that's My, right yeah i wrote down is that cammy and then um because i had the subtitles on later when she spoke it said cammy i was like oh that's pretty cool because cammy was already kind of part canon because in the last jedi expanded novel luke has a dream which involves her which which would then place her within this continuity but before that certainly fixer as well they were uh, they weren't canon because they were deleted scenes, so they were kind of you know head canon of anything. But now, right, uh, they very they, they very much are. Deke or Windy weren't there, who were the other friends of Luke Skywalker and Big Starkwriter. Rest in peace. But again, that was that was a fun little nod that it happen, just happened to be those two. Yeah, the fact that it just happened to be those two is, is great. But um, why not? It's uh, was Mandy Kowalski plays. Was was that the thing you were talking about earlier with the subtitles? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it might be something else as well. But yeah, that was it. Because oh. I, as soon as like, like you, as soon as I saw, I was like, it's very distinct. I mean, certainly with with the it was Mandy Kowalski, who, who's an MCU stunt performer. She played Cammy, but she had a very distinctive uh, look and hair. And I was like, that is that who it? And I thought, well, I've got the subtitles on, so I'll wait. If she, and if she speaks, it should say her name. And then it did. I was like, oh, sweet. Uh, and then in the end credits as well, it, it, it clearly says like Cammy and Fixer as well. So that See, was it's hard. Cool. It's hard because even now when we're talking about what goes on in the flashback in the dream, you're like, oh, there's so much good stuff in it. Oh, dude, well, that moment, because we, we see the, the Tatooine train, the Tatooine Express just hurtling through the desert. I was like, is that a train on Tatooine? <laughs> what is all this about? But fine. <laughs> and then, because, you know, they're, they're having a sparring session, Fett and the Tuscans, and this train just goes past and starts, like, wiping them all out. And we see Boba helping pile the bodies onto the funeral pile, which is, again, another way of him integrating into their their tribe, their clan. And he tells the chief that he's going to stop the train, and the whole and then the whole point where we see Cammy and Fixer, of course, is the these bandits are in the bar, the cantina on Toshi Station, causing trouble. And then uh, against the wall, we see the silhouette of Fett as the door opens, and I'm like, mm. "This is gr- that is great." And Fett oh my just days. absolutely whips them. It, they, they, people wanted to see Boba go ham. Boba goes, hey, he didn't even get a scratch on him. He beats the living daylights out of these guys, throwing them yeah. through glass against a wall, electrocuting them. There's one gets a, uh, one gets a gaffy stick into a, into the nether regions as well. Boba's gone mad. And then. Oh, mate, that was class. And then he steals was- their speeders as well. He's like, not only will I hit you there, I'll steal your speeders. It, it, it worked really well. I thought, I thought it worked really, really well. I thought it was banter. You know, it was just, uh, yeah, it was great. And like it's you filth. said, it, but when you compare, I mean, these guys are just thugs, aren't they? 
they're, they're just thugs. The, 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 you know, they're bulky, beefy thugs. They're not trained assassin ninjas. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're, so they're just mercenaries. Not with they well, yeah, they're mercenaries, vigilantes, whatever you want to call them. But they're just punks, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, I loved it. So Toshi Station. There we yep. go. His first Mate. appearance of Toshi Station in actual canon. He's steals their speeders and like you say he teaches them to ride it and then like riding a benther as he's going up and down smiling i don't mind i think i don't mind tem's acting throughout because in that in in those flashbacks it's kind of like mad boba and then in real t- real time real present day he's he's boba fit you know he's this I, is straight up boba back then it's like you know he's just fine i know what you i do know what you mean though because yeah, when you see yeah. tem off screen like in his interviews he comes across as a very kind of laid back chilled kind of quirky kooky chap um and i think some of that spills into his boba sometimes i don't mind it necessarily but I, i'm not gonna lie i do know what you mean though my friend and i genuinely do get what it's you mean. only here and there it's only here and there it's not it's not for the whole performance and i don't want that to be like the thing that people take away from Luke my tim right that's not it that's not <laughs> what i'm saying but yeah, it's just something I did notice here and there, here and there, you know. Uh, but that's something that uh, happens in in all of Star Wars or like many films. You know, there are moments where you're like, "Oh, do you know what? That's not, you know, that's just how it is. That's acting. That is the arts, the performing yeah, arts, um, mate." So there's some other weird stuff that happens <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> yeah, there's so much weird stuff, and I'm here for it. Well, just I the train is weird because. Again, my head's like, oh, train on a track. We've seen train. We've seen the uh, the conveyor. I think it was called uh, in Solo on Vandor. The train heist yeah. there, but that was clearly on a track. This one is like a hover train. I like, I, I loved it though because you just don't expect to see that kind of tech on Tatooine for one. And it's the Pike Syndicate. So again, that that tight. Whether they come back or not, Boba does say, "Go and tell your leader, whoever the leader of the Pikes is." But there so we've got some uh synergy there i think the and, and the heist mate was was great i think the heist was really really good action and, and we get to see that warrior tuscan she goes well he she mm. i think according to the credits it may be a she but goes full john wick inside the train and just starts taking these pikes out uh, and then we've got a droid like spider pilot which is really cool and i think the train heist was excellent in fact i think in terms of yeah uh, what we've got with mando and i'm thinking about they the uh rhydonium heist in chapter six maybe of the mando chapter seven sorry of season two i think this is just up there with it i really really liked it mate uh, and then, yeah, yeah, then, then it gets into the weird stuff but i think the train heist was was great and we get to see boba you know starting to become that well in in his head more of a leader when he interrogates the the chief of the pikes he sends them on their way and, you know, spares their life as a sign of civility and stuff like that. But we kind of see Boba stepping into it rather than just executing them. But the oh. train scene, bro, was, I thought that was great. Sorry, what did you say rather than just what? I thought it was actually just. So good. <laughs> now yes, you, so said, good. you said, you uh, said executing them. <laughs> you didn't didn't even realize because he he used it properly mm. he's not doing was, it just as was, a joke guys i was so Come into on. what i was saying the hands were going everywhere you couldn't when, help it when luke and i meet up and chat we sit down and you know there's it's really it's like it's like it's like a, sh- uh, a shadow puppet show our hands are going everywhere it's like yeah, i'm getting are, well into it and nobody can we're see loving me. it we're, we're here man. for it i'm here for it it's train heist i thought was 
great. And it was, you know, it was, again, didn't overstay its welcome, but we got to see the Tuscans have some fun uh, well, yes. fighting. We got to see Boba lay waste. We saw that Tuscan warrior again, just showing what an absolute boss. I thought the little droid. He, she is. The, the droid, yeah. droid at the front. That was sick. Your little spider droid. Loved him. Loved him. Loved him. That's, imagine if they were making like the three and three quarter toys for this, like oh. they were back in the day for the prequels. You know, in the prequels, they made toys for like, every, every character. <laughs> yeah. Like from nineteen nine from the mid nineties with Power of the Force all the way through to the prequels. But where they really went crazy was like Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Yes. There yes. were so many toys. Imagine the amount of toys and characters and action figures you could have from this, like from Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Man. Like there's so your own many cool. You really would. You really would. And I just think like Book of Boba Fett has been very good at that. It's been very good at giving us these like very odd, strange little characters and takes on the Star Wars galaxy. Oh, mate. I, and it's given I us loved non-human it. actors at mm-hmm. the forefront. We're seeing a lot of alien species, which a is lot. what has been leveled at Star Wars an awful lot. Like this is a galaxy full of aliens and the humans are almost, well, they're, they're, they're not the, they probably are the the most populous in the galaxy, but you never yeah. see enough of the kind of weirder side of it. Now, in these two episodes alone, we're we're getting it with all these you know, species being in high ranking positions, but also just having speaking roles and being at the forefront. So, I agree. If this, if they were, if Hasbro, if you're listening, you still haven't done Ben Solo, so I doubt we're going to get a spider droid. To be fair, we probably will get this droid before we no, get yeah, a Ben we, Solo toy. We probably will. Which is crazy. I but. do miss that kind of churning out of just every single. But they did that at the Force Awakens with Constable Zuvio, and nobody bought it. So they kind of did. But then he's now worth a bit of bunts, isn't he? Yeah, I know. I wish I picked that up. Now. Wish I picked that up. But yeah, we find out that it is actually a a spice train. It's like, are you going to kill me? Depends on your next your answer to my next question. Are you carrying any spice? And he's like. It's Sansana spice from the slave mines of Kessel, which makes it an actual spice train. So in my head. Uh, Boba sent the the pikes off single file into the high sun with their black melons of water, and then he just got yeah. absolutely just leathered on spice. He had a spice stream we, in the Mando. We know he loves a bit of spice. He says, "You know, this isn't a spice stream." So I imagine Boba just basically went back to his quarters and just had a great night. Yeah, he just uh, yeah. <laughs> He went off on one. He had it. He had it large. Well, to be fair, actually, he went back to his quarters and he didn't need the spice to go and have an absolutely mental one because the Tuscan chief ensured that he had an absolutely bonkers hallucination, like a mirage. Well, this is the, this is this the is thing. Because he was like, look, here's the party lizard. <laughs> what? Uh, part- and party lizard will give you a good time. It's like, because he gave him a gift and he's like, oh, lizard, great. And even I was like... What's this? Is this is this going to like grow into one of those things that Obi Wan like <laughs> rode when he beat up General Grievous? Oh my days. No, I was wrong. Imagine that. Yeah, just add water and it just expands. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like Ray's bun in the Force Awakens it, at dinner. It's one of the, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, this is a bit odd, isn't it? Like oh. once again, <laughs> it's just it's the weird side of Star Wars, but I'm here for it. I once again, this. I, I want to reiterate. Will- I think it will div- not. Div- I won't. Be- I don't think it'll be divisive where it will ruin the episode for people. But I again think there'll be a lot of people who just think, "What? What's all this about? A lizard nose? What's, do what's going on?" I generally do. do. I, I think it will be a step too far for. Um, but it's so people. good. But it is it's it's, what. It, oh, sorry. It's so good. So good. <laughs> it I is. agree. 
Yeah. I think it's dope. I just think it's like, it's, it's mental. You're watching this stuff and you're like, what is going on? But I love it because it's like we are exploring new Star Wars. Yep. So it's familiar, but it's new. And that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's no, what people want. And even if that is a little lizard <clears throat> jumping into Boba Fett's nose Hooter. and going to his brain and having a hallucination and he goes to this tree and there's a lot of you know metaphor and there looks a bit like a pink floyd music video maybe yeah. you know i'm here for it i think i think that's i i don't know i loved this mate so, i loved it. it he kind of hallucinates the old oceans of tatooine and he, and, and this tree grabs him and it reminds him of being like caught in the sarlacc's stomach by the guts or whatever it is and then we get that awesome kind of quick flashback of of little boba on Tet- on camino watching his governor Django fly away in slave one a new shot again unless that's repurposed i don't know but as far as yeah, i'm concerned it's a new new. shot of baby boba and i'm thinking I'll, actually, I'll mention that in a minute but yeah i i really like this and obviously the tr- a tree you know spiritually trees are extremely um important they they seem to be you know resurrection and growth they're symbols of that and um transformation so i could it's it's a very unsubtle nod but it works for me why they used a tree and then of course the reason why they used a tree becomes apparent later on when he has the the branch but i i thought it was great again i thought it's when i was watching it i immediately thought luke Bly is going to think this is weird not in a bad way but i know you like your weird stuff in star wars I was no, like, oh, this is gonna I, be right up Bly's alley i i loved it i absolutely <laughs> loved it i loved the vision i loved everything about it i'm sure there's stuff that i again in more reason to rewatch i i, I think there's going to be stuff to really take away from that like a little deep dive because yeah stuff like that isn't just random it's not just like oh you know what this will look cool yeah, like you said tree. there's a there's a wee a wee few more uh layers to it than that and um it, it felt to me a little lord of the ringsy yeah um yeah i liked it i really liked it really liked it and obviously that leads wonderfully into boba really cementing his place into the tuscan tribe right because then he goes back he's got his he's got his big stick you know and uh it goes to um like a a a, a tuscan blacksmith a workshop a workshop and then boba is taught to make the end of the staff and whatnot mate i loved it and that um, I think this was pointed out by our boy Eve on Instagram just, bef- just before I came on. I, I briefly was on socials mm-hmm. while while my PC was loading up, and I what I noticed was that um, oh no, or what what he noticed or someone noticed is that that workshop and whatnot. It looked it looks quite similar to uh, Ralph Macquarie art. Well, the workshop itself, yeah, man, I hadn't thought yeah. about that. Nice yeah. one, Eve. To to the original Tuscan. Is that right? Have I got this mixed up? Let me double check again. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the workshop looks like that. Let me I check. I like the workshop. Um, yes, yeah, it does. It whilst does. you're doing it, that, I'll I'll jump on. the. We get another classic Lawrence of Arabia shot, which is the the shot of like, the hazy desert, and you can see the lone person walking down the middle through the haze. Um, classic, um, almost cliched shot from since that film was released in Westerns and we got it in Mando and more. 
Um, and the lizard finally leaves his nose as well. He's like, puts him back in his box. But even before we get to the workshop, we get the moment mm. now where Fett gets his new black robe. So what we saw him wearing in the Mandalorian, right. we get a montage of Fett. He's now been accepted within the tribe and the clan. He's getting do- donned up. I really, really, really like it's probably quite hot wearing that underneath two sons wearing black. But um, yeah, I really like that scene where then they finally take him out of his white pajamas and give him these new fet robes, which he's he kind of pretty still wears underneath his armor. Again, short scene, but it explains what how he looked in Mandalorian in terms of his uh, costume. Um, and it didn't need to be a big thing. It was just a really cool silent montage of say montage sequence. Sorry. Of him getting, uh, robed up, puts his hood up, looking a bit like palps. And then when he comes out, they're all looking at him like, look at the drip on this guy. This guy's got some sauce. The Tuscans were a bit jealous. And then, yeah, he goes to get his gaffy stick made. And that's the bit where I put, where I went, yes, it's when he, it's when it's finished and he just held it out to the, the warrior and, 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 and the warrior nods. And there was something about that. I don't know. I think maybe it's because we saw the stick in Mando and we know um, where it goes or what it goes on to do to, to, to crack Stormtroopers' heads open. But uh, there was some, I don't know. There was something yeah. about that. I don't know what it was because something about him making it, presenting it, and the acceptance for yeah. us, it, it encouraged a reaction for me to go, yes! And I have no idea why. Because I think it's just because uh, I'm becoming more and more into this character now that he's not just a silent mystery bounty hunter. I thought yes. that was brilliant, brilliantly done. Uh, and, that, and yeah, it wasn't even the Huts or, any, or Black Curse and Tan or anyone who made me go, yeah, it was the fact that he made his stick. I don't mm. know why. It just, it just worked, resonated on some level, and I don't know why. I think that's a great take, though, mate. I think that's a really great take, because I, I love that too, but the fact that it like evoked such a, a response from yourself, I think that's sick, No mate. idea why. Genuinely don't no, know no, why. I'm sitting there thinking now, trying to quantify. Of- like, I don't know why. It just well, it's it, again. It is it is family, isn't it? That is an ongoing theme with Star Wars, and and they've said it multiple times in this episode. Family, but this is a different type of family. We're talking yeah. about crime families. We're talking about tribes. We're talking about people who are families out of hard and challenging, and and and, and you know deathly circumstances in places people that have been forced into these families these crime syndicates these unfortunate events that's the difference you know this isn't fairy tale families this is dirty grime families so it's still that key that that core star wars theme but just from a different perspective from a different view Mm -hmm. and that's why i think we're actually going to get a really good show here because i was worried that was the one thing i was worried about is well there's the obvious one where boba's got fennec and they can become a family well it's more than that it's it's looking at all of these different type of families and man I'm I'm here for it, and the, the Tuscan thing only just cemented that. But mate, there's 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 a lot to love. There is a lot to love in this episode, and I can't wait to rewatch it, mate. I can't I can't wait. What was the other thing you said? Because you said about the subtitles. Was uh, there one more thing you wanted to mention, or was the was the moment was, you were talking about the Tuscan? I think thing? it was with mainly with Cammy. I think it was when it just said her name. I was like, that's it, definitely Cammy. 
Um, right. Okay. I'm, I can't remember if there's anything else. I don't think there was. No. Right. But, okay. Um, what I was going to say though, I mentioned Little Bobo okay. and Camino. What do you reckon, mate? Over under sixty percent that we're going to get a flashback that involves a, a new new footage of Daniel Logan. So we're going to see like a, a slightly older Bobo, like in his twenties, but they'll bring back Danny Logan because they're showing him as right. a little lad. Mm-hmm. We see an we see an old man Bobo. Do you reckon they? Do you reckon Daniel Logan's going to show up in a flashback? I I think I think he he could. I think seventy. 70%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so I just, over. because we keep seeing little Boba and that makes sense because we've got the Camino. Yeah. Link, I just thought, you know, maybe we'd see, maybe they'd like to kind of, maybe they tie in when he's just becoming Boba Fett. We see him in the Clone Wars when he's still a lad, but you know, what's he doing, you know, around the time of the solo film or, or, or uh, Rogue One, not Rogue One, like 10 years, like when Kenobi's going to be set, 10 years after Sith and that, when he's in his kind of 20s, mid 20s. Be interesting to see if they do that or not. Um, if they don't, they don't, but it'd be pretty cool if they do just to flesh out that part of his life. But Well, well, Baby Boba, Daniel Logan is in the credits, isn't he? Yes. For, for both of these episodes. I think it's both, or he certainly was in the first one. So I think, again, there's, there, I, I think there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance if they're if they're still going down these flashback routes, you know, if they yeah. still want to do the route, That's if the they want to go down, it? yeah, and that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see if they do because I do want more of the present. Yes, That's so do you think we're going to get more I, of that then? I, I love the flashbacks. I do. I really do. But it, I think I just love the present stuff more. I love the crime, the Moss Esper stuff more. So mm-hmm. I just, I, I want more of that. That's my, that's my criticism. And it's not really a strong criticism. No. Um, but a minute. I've because, got, yeah. It well, feels more nitpicky. Yeah. Oh, no, I can say because we've had more of the flashbacks, I prefer that at the minute, the kind of the, the, the journey, into, before the destination i prefer the journey at the minute because we've only had probably about 15 minutes worth of modern day present day stuff in you know out of about an hour and a half worth or an hour and 10 15 20 minutes worth of footage so uh, i'm digging these flashbacks thankfully or else this you know could have been a long old watch but um yeah i was going to say to you what your criticism for me i don't really have any too much of course there's not enough fennec in it but we were we were in the um we're spending a lot of time in the flashbacks again. I'm trying to think if there were any. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, like, okay, the only criticism is, and this is flying in the face of everything I've just said, is that we have have we had enough of the modern day stuff? Are we focusing too much on the flashbacks? I don't think we are, but I can see a lot of people saying that. So basically I'm giving other people criticisms rather than me. There wasn't really anything I didn't like about this, my friend. I think the music was great. I thought it looked oh, good. Music is, um, the music slaps. The music is Now we've had boss, a week bro. to... The final now we've end had a, credits, man. Come on. Yeah. Well, we said that before recording, yeah. didn't we? I was like, you know, now that we've had a week to digest it and to really let the music sink in and... Come on. It is fabulous. It Come really on. is fabulous. I I I love it, man. Yeah, well, I think I've made my criticisms pretty clear throughout the episode, you know. Um yeah, I can't really so, think of anymore. I'm trying I'm yeah. trying to think of some. And again, that is the problem is when you're desperately trying to think of some. Um, I guess if I, I mean, I could really, if I really, really wanted to be nitpicky when they send the order of the Nightwind assassin into the Rancor pit, he very quickly gives up his vow of silence and it's like, yep, 
wasn't one in there. Eighty come. Yeah. I liked it, but I guess it's like we need to get we need to fight. We need to get to the mayor, so we need to get here quickly. So they just yeah. like, oh, make him speak. I guess that that's and that even nitpicky. feels that um, yeah exactly that even feels because some people would genuinely be like that you know depending on what they're facing like if it is a really horrible death being eaten by a rancor you would be like do you know what i can't yeah, bother with it i'll tell you, you what know, if you want mate um, like being 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 having a knife to the to the throat is a much quicker death than maybe being eaten by right. a rancor so yeah, we're getting a blaster right. bolt in the gut but um yeah, yeah unless you're yeah. fenix and you can survive that because he's a queen um yeah, i don't I, I really can't think of anything anything more i thought the train scene was great i thought the action this week was we got more of it and i think it's really good um the peyote in the desert kind of hallucination mirage i thought was really odd but again i much this is way more interesting take on the character than just the silent bounty hunter taking jobs you know we were seeing him from camino to geonosis he's run jobs for jabber darth vader he's worked with all the other bounty hunters now we're seeing a different side where he's you know integrating with the tuscans and whatever and everything that happens in mando you know and then now we get and now star wars gets weird with this lizard trip it's this is much more interesting than just boba like we said last week and i mentioned on the main show i know a lot of people may have liked that but for me it wouldn't have worked as well if it was just him meeting crime laws each week beating them up and basically hiring them yeah maybe we'll get that in the second half of the season again i do think we are going to start to see less of the flashbacks because we have to we have to now start setting this in the present day otherwise this I think you're is right. It's going to be a very, I, I can't think of the t- word. It's like a, it's like a second origin story for the character. Otherwise where they're showing so much yeah. of where he's been just to fill in the blanks and they're missing out on where we are. I think we now need to start focusing more on the present day. And I think we will. I think, I think my, my prediction for chapter three is we're going to get a, uh, maybe 60, 40 split, 60% modern present day, 40% flashbacks, or maybe even 70, 30. I think we're going to start to see that balance change now, man. Yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think part of me hopes you're right as mm-hmm. well. So there we go, mate. I, I, I suppose that leaves one thing to discuss, and I and I and I guess that is the scores. Ooh, scores on the door. So last week you went seven point five, didn't you? I was seven point five out of ten. I think you were an eight point eight point three. I went three. I really yeah, which is a good score. That's a that's a solid score, man. That's High a score. solid score. Uh, Matty boy, do you want to do us the honours? Go first this week. This week, well, I preferred episode two because it was more expansive. I, the characters have got more to do. I love the flashbacks. We've got some great action, and we got to see Boba bouncing on a speeder like a banther. So I'm going to give and Black Cassantan and Cami. I'm going to give this an eight points. I don't want to go too high just in case. I'm going to go eight point. Oh, five, maybe eight. I'm gonna, for now. I'm going to go eight point five. That may go up a tiny yeah. notch, but eight point five. I think that's fair enough, mate. I think that's fair enough. I gave it seven point five last week for chapter one. This week, I think I'm going to give this episode an eight out of ten. Ooh. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. There's a lot to love in this episode, despite its flaws. I think you can overlook them quite easily um star wars bro star wars is back i'm so excited to see how much the fandom hates this episode (laughs) when i come off the the uh the recap i i i'm interested i think people are gonna like this one more i hope so i I really do i think there's more 
uh, yeah, I think there's just a wee bit more in this episode for people to like, uh, and, and I, I, I think this is going to be better received. Yep, I hope so. But let's uh, see. I could be wrong. Probably well, am. We, no. we could be within the next hour. By the time you guys listen to this, we would have both been ploughing through the the world reactions and see what they think. What might what matters most though? Eight out of ten from Luke. Eight point five out of ten for me. We both liked it. What did you think? We'd love to know what you guys thought of the episode. Was it a bust? Are you checking out? Uh, is it? Are you on the train like you were last week, or has this one got you back on the train? Let us know, and you can do via social media, can't they, Lukey Boy? Where can the world find us online? They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. You can search for us on socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Uh, do you want to drop us a voice note or a message? Email us, hello there, at starwarsessions.co.uk. And as well, we've got a Patreon uh, with loads of juicy bonus content. We're talking commentaries. We're talking exclusive shows, usually three exclusive shows per month that you can only get at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions from as little as $2 a month. You spend more on a cup of coffee. Come on deal of the century mate um but that's where you can find us online yes mate i do spend more than a cup of coffee per day which is awful but um yeah if you want to listen to us on a different provider than the one you listen to now you can do we're on all of them we're on anchor fm spotify apple podcasts TuneIn, stitcher amazon google podcasts we're on audible as well so if you've got an audible account we're on there uh, so listen to us on there if you will uh, and if yeah, you do, do like do what it. you've heard please do let your star wars friends know that uh, we are here and we have a balanced view we try to be as balanced as possible on star wars and give us those five stars you know use the force and send us five stars if you would be so kind and all of your podcast providers now including spotify helps the show grow it gets more listeners in we get more engagement with you spice a lot each week and, that, and you guys are the lifeblood of the session so for that thank you thank you yes and please tell your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your ewok tell fennec shan tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicy yes tell zero the hut now this is the podcast and the recap that you're looking for but into our next episode from me see ya and from luke may the force be with you always <laughs> it's no good to me dead <laughs> it's like riding a panther well that's it <laughs>